0: Today's episode of the Gaucho 9 podcast is brought to you by our friends at Kyle's Kitchen. Check them out downtown on Chapala Street and at their two spots in Goleta, in Hollister Village, and on Calle Real. They also have Kyle's Protein Grill, which is now open, and Kyle's Chicken House, which is open in Isla Vista on Pardal Street. Kyle's Kitchen, proud supporters of the Gaucho 9 podcast. We're also brought to you by Smart Office Interiors. Proud supporters of UCSB Athletics. Smart office interiors hooked up the Gauchos with all new office furniture, workspaces, desks, storage spaces, cabinets, everything that you need to have a functional office space. Hit up smart office interiors. Proud supporters of UCSB Baseball. All right, Gauchos take two of three from Cal State Fullerton uh, in week five. Week one of Big West play. So they go to two and one in the conference. Twelve and five overall. We've got Game highlights from the weekend, and we have an interview with the great Jerry Fall. First time we've talked to Jerry this year, talked about uh, the season as a whole, talked about some of the players who have impressed him, the uh, this, the weekend series, of course, uh, some gauchos in the pros, uh, some field stuff. Um, it was a good interview with, uh, with Jerry, who's uh, great, working with Fall Productions and doing all kinds of stuff around the athletic department and making sure that all of the gauchos are seen. Men, women, basketball, soccer, baseball, softball, water polo, everything. Uh, Jerry does it all. So uh, that's our interview for this week. Gauchos just arrived in Walnut Creek. They will take on St. Mary's today, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, 3.05 first pitch before heading to Davis next weekend. Um, Yeah, so uh, great interview with Jerry. And uh, tune into the games on UCSBGauchos.com. 3.05, first pitch Tuesday, and then uh, 12, or sorry, 2.30 start on Friday against Davis. So I hope you enjoy the pod, and uh, tune in this week. Here we go, Jerry Fall.
1: It's one of the most beautiful views of any campus in America. The Pacific Ocean crashing against the shores of UC Santa Barbara every morning, noon and night.
0: Here's the one strike pitch and Mitchell belts it to deep left. Cabrera is gonna watch it fly. He's at the track, he's at the wall, he leaps at the wall, and this one is out of here. Christian Kirtley. Gauchos are going to Omaha. Can you believe it? John Newman wins it for the Gauchos. Here the score is due. Here comes Mitchell. He's going to score. And the
1: Gauchos are the 2019 champions of the Midwest.
0: Down, said, my oh, mama, he's not going to be running on the pitch, of course. He's over there at third. Payoff pitch coming up here to Nankill, who struck out in the second. And a breaking ball is swung on and missed. And Lewis strikes out the side here in the fourth. He's got nine through four innings. And he works around a double with one out by Zach Lou. Lew. Corey Lewis is through four shutout innings. And we'll go to the last of the fourth, still scoreless. Because Gushes need something here offensively to, to get Stultz off his rhythm. 2-2 pitch. Slider is hammered to right field. nav uh, Nankill is going to turn and watch this one fly. It's a solo homer for Kyle Johnson. Breaks up the no-hitter, the perfecto, and gives the Gauchos a 1-0 lead. And for Johnson, that's his second home run of the season, RBI number 10.
1: Number 5. Christian
0: Kirkwood! And Stoltz, he went to the slider and left it out over the plate. K.J. knows what to do with that. Exit stage right, Gaucho's lead. One zip. This might be the first three-ball count that Stoltz has had all game long. That bats have not been very long. There's been lots of swings and misses. And yeah, Jason swings away at the 3-0 pitch, hits it high in the air to left. Brandau is at the wall, he's at the... Uh, he turns and watches this one fly. Two-run homer for Willow. Swinging 3-0. And Jason puts it over the netting. Three straight hits for the Gauches after Stultz had retired the first 13 batters of the game. And the just put a three 16. spot up here in the fifth Next inning. Way. And here comes Jason Dietrich, I believe, to the mound for a visit. Well, I botched that home run call. I apologize, Jason. Brando got to the wall a little faster than anticipated. Three by Rice. Davis is playing at Irvine. They're going to play a double-header tomorrow. Is that correct? This one is off the end of the bat. Soft-liner, leaping grab by Darby at second base. What a play on the soft-liner by Xander Darby to the forehand side. Nice little diving grab. And he's psyched headed to the dugout. So one, two, three, go the Titans right, here in the top of the seventh. It's time, time to stretch at Caesar Wasaka Stadium. Stadium. UCSB yes. in front, 3 0. One strike away from winning the first game of the series. Three balls, two strikes. Here's the pitch. And it's hit on the ground to short. A couple of tricky hops for Sprinkle from behind. Second throws wide, but Johnson comes down with it and tags Connor. And that is how our game ends. UCSB defeats Cal State Fullerton 3 1. Ryan Harvey comes in, gets his sixth save of the season. And the Gaunce has improved to 11 and 4. Corey Lewis gets the win. He he improves to 3 and 0. Infield straight up here for Brando. Johnson playing off the line at first. 1-2 pitch. Swung on and missed as he... Chases one out of the zone, 79 miles an hour. That's the changeup from Gutierrez, who strikes out the side here in the third. He's got five in the game, and he strands another Titan on base. We'll go to the last of the third, and still nothing, nothing, couches and Titans. He's got a good lead. There he goes, and the pitch is hit into right field, a base hit. That's gonna score Newman. Willow will easily go to third base, and. Xander Darby comes through and ties the game with a base hit to right field. (laughs) Lion in center field. Three rows to the right of 4.05, the rows of the the outfield grass pattern. 1-0 pitch is hammered to right field. This one is not coming back, folks. This one is long gone. A two-run shot for Mortensen. Gauchos up a four spot here in the fifth. Fifth homer of the the year for Brock Mortensen. And it's a three-run advantage for the Gauchos. 1-1 pitch. His line out to right center. That's going to get down, possibly for extra bases. It scoots all the way to the wall. Newman, rounding third. He's going to score. Willow, with the good speed, is going to coast into third base with an RBI triple. And that makes it 5 to 1, Gauchos. Chester working from the stretch, and Sprinkle drives this to left field. Brando going over. He's going to watch this one sail over the fence for a home run. A line shot by Sprinkle. His second of the year makes it 6 to 1. And we'll probably still see his vote drives this one to left. Brando going back. He's at the wall, and this one is up on the netting. Solo home run for votes, and it's 7-1. Another 1-2 and a break ball is hit in the air to left field. This should be deep enough to score Sprinkle Brando in front of the College World Series sign makes the catch Into to score is Jordan and Nick Vote. Zach Fly gives the Gauchos a 1-0 lead here in the first. Spencer is at spring training watching Red Sox-Orioles in Fort Myers. As Jordan lines this down the left field line, it's a fair ball into the corner. Extra bases for Sprinkle. Over to dig it out is Brando. And Sprinkle, content with a double to start the third. Florenton used Stoltz, Rapetti, Weisberg on Friday. Rodriguez, Jones, Chester, and Joya yesterday. Here's the 1 0. KJ hammers this into right field. A base hit. It's hooking down the line. Cutting it off is Nankill. Mortensen rounding third. He's coming home. Going first to third is Vote. RBI single Johnson. Gauchos take the lead. They're trying to get Brando off balance. They induce a ground ball here. 1 2 pitch. Fastball hit up the middle. It's a fielded by Sprinkle. He goes to Willow. The turn to first, a double play. That was hit hard off the left side of the mound. And it got to Jordan, like, right at his shoe tops. And he was able to easily flip to Willow. The turn in plenty of time. 6-4-3, and we'll go to the last of the seventh. Let's stretch it here at Caesar. 3-0. Oh. Blake Shirley taking here. Jordan Sprinkle would be next. Myers pitch. And Blake hits it high in the air, right field. Nankill is back. He's at the track. He's going to turn and watch it fly. Pitch hit home run. Blake Lawson and the Gauchos take a 6-4 lead. Welcome to UCSB, Blake. That's a big swing of the bat as he touches them all and gives the Gauchos the lead here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Another 3-0 home run off the bat of a UCSB Gaucho bat. Electrifies this crowd and gives the Gauchos the 6-4 lead. Blake Colosson. Jerry Fall is our guest voice of the gauchos fall productions espn plus you get, you get any um get any promos with espn plus or any any gear or anything with the no. deal with the conference no, I, wish. No?
1: I wish we don't even get a t-shirt no t-shirt <laughs> no t-shirt No oh, nothing. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you're well, the voice of the gauchos also two voices of the gauchos yes here you do a great job
0: i appreciate it likewise likewise Thank you. and uh it looks like the the streams. Do you call it a stream? Do you call it a yeah. telecast? Stream. It's a stream. It's a
1: stream. Yeah. Right.
0: So it looks like it's been doing great. Uh, the four cameras you got it you got it hardwired in the center. You're, yeah.
1: You're We're a well well oiled yeah. machine. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. We've got a great engineer, in Art Philippi who does all of this for us. So without Art, we wouldn't. You and I wouldn't be talking about this. <laughs>
0: when you're doing you're doing soccer, you're doing basketball. So mm-hmm. men's and women's soccer. You're doing men's and women's basketball. And you've done some softball games. Softball,
1: volleyball, and water polo.
0: And water polo. And water polo. Okay, how many sports is that? So that's... uh, Six.
1: Eight? Eight. Nine? Baseball, two basketballs, uh, two soccers, softball, and volleyball and water polo that's eight you're right your math is better than mine chico state math right chico state math yes
0: have you used that on the broadcast yet Did not yet state math?
1: not yet i stay away from math <laughs> i um, stay away from it
0: well obviously it's been great to have all the coverage would you give yourself uh can you give yourself a grade so far on on the whole operation moving from thunderdome to to harder to caesar to campus diamond to campus pool like
1: yeah give yourself a grade this year so far I think we give ourselves a an A minus or a B plus you can always improve you can always improve and we're always looking to improve and Art is always looking to have us go to the next level and uh, so I I would give that I think we've done really well with and Reed Thomas is our director she does a great job so I think we've done really well in checking off most of the boxes but you can always improve spoken like a baseball coach exactly you can always improve <laughs> Exactly. you, can always, you know,
0: always tweak one thing here tweak one thing there streamline it yeah right um, and your partner Bob
1: uh, you can give him grief right now if you want but has he been okay he's been fine he he ribs <laughs> me on the air all the time but he's he's been fine I wish I could rib him right now you caught me off guard with that I don't, I don't know what I could say um, I wish he'd wear black pants why? <laughs> He's he looks always good. wearing white pants. He looks good
0: with the white pants. He the, does. Or the light light khaki. He he, light, he looks good with khaki.
1: anything, yeah. He looks uh, the light khaki. I'm gonna buy him some black pants though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I know I've, I've gotten some great feedback from parents and, and fans and alums who've watched the streams of the baseball games so far. Oh good. Especially since we go to other places and it's and it's one camera behind home plate or,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or it's off center or whatnot and so it's it's great having the what feels like a full Fox Sports or ESPN or CBS well, broadcast. I mean, it's the real a lot deal. Of fun, yeah.
1: Thanks, Gabe. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Let's um, let's talk about the season a little bit, and of course, the weekend series against Fullerton, because I, I wanted to have you on a couple weeks ago, but I realized, well, you've only seen the Gauchos play four times. Yeah, they haven't played many home was, games. Uh, which is a small, a small sample. So I waited until. Uh, this weekend, because mm-hmm. you'd have a uh, conference series and you'd be able to watch them on the road, I'm sure, and listen in, and so you'd have some some more impressions and some more opportunities to, yeah. to to uh, to give some feedback on what you've seen f- from mm-hmm. the players, because you've seen a lot of Gaucho teams over the years, and you've seen some some good ones, some bad ones, and this one looks pretty good. They look, they look, they look, really look good. pretty good. Look uh, Off to a, a 13, 12 and 5 start. I, I wanted to say 13 and 4. So did I. <laughs>
1: yesterday prevented us from doing that
0: tough tough one yesterday but before we get to Fullerton I just want to like what have you seen so far from the Gauchos this year maybe comparing them to last year it's hard to compare to last year but um, this overall impressions from a pitching staff and, and from the offense
1: um, I think I'm really really happy with the pitching because talking to coach Checkets, who's in charge of the pitching before the season started Kevin he was kind of questioning certain things because there's some youth on that pitching staff And I think these guys have come out guns blazing, and I think they're just really impressive. I mean, they're just rolling great arms out of the bullpen. You know, Lewis, Gutierrez, Gallagher, I mean, that's a great, you know, uh, rotation for the weekend right there, and they're all young. So I think the the pitching has really been well. What do we go into the the series? 3.27 or something, earned run average as a team, which in college baseball is phenomenal.
0: Yeah, I think it was around 3.2,
1: 3.3. Right. And
0: they dropped it to 3.10 Yeah, on the weekend.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's been great. I think, you know, the hitting has certainly been there. I mean, it, it's a uh, kind of a murderer's row in the middle of that lineup. Or even starting with Jordan Sprinkle, who bats second. I mean, you've got four or five legitimate home run threats coming through the lineup there. And you don't really get a, if you're the opposing pitcher, you don't get any kind of a, an off batter there. You 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 better be real careful. And we saw Kyle Johnson, you know, we saw Sprinkle, we saw, you know, um, some other guys hit home runs over the weekend. And I just think Donegal Fergus has done a great job with the hitters. And and I love their approach. I loved uh, Willow on Friday on a 3-0 pitch, hit it out, you know. I just I just love the aggressive nature. There goes Kurt right there. He's He's on Yay. his way down to the batting cage, and he's a – He's another big bomber, and I thought he had a grand slam on Friday. I Me mean, too. Uh, Brandon yeah. caught it right at the at the right at the fence, and and uh, but I just you know, it's a long answer to a, a short question. But I <laughs> I love the pitching and I love the hitting right now, and I think um, yesterday we're doing this on Monday, so yesterday being Sunday. Uh, unfortunately i think the gauchos just gave that away you know the blake clausen comes up and hits a pinch hit two run homer in the in the eighth inning which was phenomenal to give him a six to four lead and then the gauchos kind of gave fullerton three runs in the ninth um there was some some you know it was a defensive miscue and you know i i think harvey's great but i just don't think he was as sharp as we've seen him and uh and the moment maybe just got to the Gauchos a little bit in the ninth inning.
0: Yeah, and it was something that was uncharacteristic of, of the Gauchos during that seven-game win streak that they had that was snapped yesterday. They've been playing catch. They've been mm-hmm. making plays in big spots. They've been making big pitches, and that's baseball. Yep. Yesterday, the, the ball didn't bounce their way, and, and you take your loss for it, and you lick your wounds, and you go back to work. And that's what yeah. they're doing right now, getting back to work before St. Mary's tomorrow. But let's run over some quick stats. Uh, overall, because you mentioned how good the pitching has been, 3.10 ERA, 172 strikeouts and in 148 innings. So the strikeouts have been there. Um, I know Coach Tangus wants to minimize the walks, but I thought the, uh, the walks were minimized a little bit this past weekend. Seven saves, of course. I mean, Harvey's been great. He's been that, awesome. And he hit 97 role. on Sunday. He did. And he saved five games in a row, literally five games in a row yeah. from Oregon to Friday yeah. against Fullerton. He's phenomenal. And then offensively, you know, maybe the average not quite where Coach Ferg wants it at 263, but 21 home runs. They're slugging 448, and their their on base percentage is at 371, and they have 26 stolen bases. So yep. it's uh, it's dynamic top to bottom, and and we're still waiting for some guys to really fully blossom. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought Sprinkle really broke out this weekend. because he had he had a couple extra base hits? He hit the ball over the fence. He was hitting it hard everywhere. Mm-hmm. I thought Fullerton played their outfield very well this mm-hmm. weekend because they had. A lot of balls tracked down in the gaps. They they made catches at the wall. They had some good outfield positioning that maybe took some extra base hits away from Mm -hmm. the Gauchos. But they really hit the ball hard all weekend long. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, and to to note another note on the 3-0 home run from Willow, Clausens was 3-0. Yeah, that's right. And Xander Darby had a three-zero home run at Oregon. Right, so that's
1: three, three of them. Three-zero home runs yeah. this year. Coach Fergus likes to roll the dice on those. And uh, if I were scouting the Gauchos, I, you're not getting a cream <laughs> puff on three and zero anymore. <laughs> not that those were cream puffs, but they were, you know, they were getting me over fastballs, and they, the pitcher never saw that ball again. So that was great. But you mentioned Sprinkle, and and the, I, I'm just, I'm so impressed with him, Kevin. His average is down right now. He'd be the first one to tell you that that he. You know, he would like to be hitting for a better average, but he's shown power. His speed is—he's almost an automatic stolen base. If you walk him or he gets a base hit, um, I think he's got what 11 stolen bases out of 12 attempts this year, or it's 12 out of 13. He had 26 last year to lead the Big West Conference. Um, he's and you know, taken over 10 games into the season last year when McLean O'Connor went down with an injury. You, you always hate to see someone get injured, but. So often, and coaches talk about it, and you talk about it, and the team talks about it, you never know when your opportunity is going to present itself. But when it does, you know, you better be ready because it may be the only opportunity you get. And he sees that opportunity and took it over and hasn't relinquished that spot since
0: yeah and Jordan this weekend four for 11 he had the double the homer
1: mm-hmm.
0: he stole two bases and he, he was solid in the infield uh, I think his even though his bat has been a little down his his infield play has been outstanding yeah, he's great uh, particularly at the end of uh, one of those San Diego games I think he had no balls hit to him mm-hmm. the whole series and then there were probably six ground balls at him in the final two winnings of, of I think it was game two and
1: and was up to the
0: task. Yeah, like
1: right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, isn't that funny how the. And when you're brand new in the game, the ball finds oh, you. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, Jordan's out there and he could be reading a newspaper <laughs> for the first, you know, game and two thirds or something like that. And then all of a sudden he's a busy man at short. That's right. That's right. Yeah. One,
0: and he, he upped his average to 284. And I've, I made this comparison on the broadcast yesterday uh, Ricky Henderson. Yeah. Yeah, I know they play different positions. Ricky was an outfielder, and mm-hmm. he, he threw left-handed. So it's right. a different impact defensively. But as, when he is on base, yeah. when he's on base, and he has the ability to, to hit it over the fence. And he didn't take many walks last year, but he's been taking walks this year. And yeah. He's got double-digit walks. So when he's getting on base, the Gauchos
1: go. Absolutely. And it's, a, it's what, what I mentioned before, Kev, a walk is like a double. you know. And I, I, I think that weighs on the pitcher's mind because all these teams are scouted so well now with uh, with the video exchange programs that you guys have and and coaches talking to other coaches. I think the scouting in college baseball is better than it's ever been. And I think when he comes to the plate, you know, as a pitcher, you never want to overthink things. And as a hitter, I don't think you ever want to overthink things. But I think sometimes it, a pitcher will be in the back of their mind, I, I you know, I can't walk this guy because if I do – um you know that's likely going to end up uh, you know at second base with Jordan Sprinkle and i just i think in terms of Ricky Henderson it was the same thing that's a good comparison because if you walked Ricky you walked a double and uh, and maybe even a triple um you know his record stolen base was stealing third mm-hmm. and <laughs> and so i think i think they say speed kills and i agree with it
0: you know, Jordan eleven slown bases on the year, and and when Jordan gets on base, he's got he's got vote hitting behind him. He's got Mortensen who's leading the Gouchers with five home runs, hitting behind him. Nick's hitting over three hundred, and Bryce Willets has been a, mm-hmm. a pleasant surprise offensively as well. Uh, Gouches didn't have him this weekend; expect to have him back next weekend. But Bryce is leading the Gouches in slugging percentage. He's leading them in doubles. He's got three home runs, and uh, his bat was missed, and his his glove as well was mm-hmm. missed uh, this weekend at third base. So that Nick. Oakley did a, did a great job filling in for him, yep. but uh, has certainly missed Bryce. So, one guy who doesn't worry about base runners, when I, and I think Mikey Gutierrez and Gallagher have done a good job pitching with runners on base, but nothing phases Corey Lewis. No. Nothing phases. No. Not even an in interview. When I stick this microphone in his face, he says he's a little nervous, but he's, he's really not. No. Nothing phases him.
1: No, he's a guy you don't want to play poker against. He's a guy that, like you said, he, he just... He doesn't seem like he's rattled. Now internally, you know, he he may feel some butterflies every now and then, but he just doesn't show it and he doesn't pitch like it. He he pitches so composed and and he, he pitches with a great deal of quiet confidence and I, you know, he's only a sophomore. And I think that he's he's learned from coach Checkets. I think he's really developed as a not only as a starting pitcher but as a Friday guy. And I I think he's a great student of pitching, and uh, Coach Chekets is a great teacher of pitching. So I think the combination has worked out great for Corey Lewis.
0: Yeah, Corey, so far 3-0, .99 ERA.
1: And he started Friday with a 1.25 ERA. That's right,
0: so he he dropped it from 1.25. Not always uh, easy to do. 39 strikeouts in 27 in third innings. Potent's hitting 155 against him. And with all his pitches that he has, the five pitches, is there a guy that you've seen pitch here that – you can compare Corey Lewis with his pitch arsenal?
1: No, no, not that. I mean, Bieber.
0: Bieber was B- three pitches. Bieber
1: was three pitches. Zito was three pitches. Um, Zito had that hammer curveball. Mm-hmm. Um, Bieber just had the, the best um, command of his pitches, I, I think, of any pitcher I've ever seen um, because he didn't throw that hard when he got here. But Lewis throws hard, um, and he's got command of those five pitches. And he's not throwing that... That hammer of a uh, of a uh, knuckle curve to get it to be a called strike. He's purposely throwing that in the dirt, and they're swinging at it, and he knows where to live with that pitch. And I think it's a credit to to our catchers too, because they do a pretty good job blocking those balls.
0: Yes, they do. Yeah, and it's, it's not easy to catch that knuckleball. Easy?
1: No, either. no. Usually, knuckleball pitchers mean the catcher has a bigger glove but, <laughs> the jason
0: but, uh, baratek yeah the first baseman yeah, glove or whatever exactly
1: yeah. <laughs> so but i i think cory lewis is really i think the scouts are probably drooling at him right now and you know he's not eligible uh till well, i think he i think uh, he is because he's he? third year oh is this he, is his third year third okay. year
0: uh so a redshirt sophomore redshirt you know, sophomore so, so okay okay Surprised surprise. the redshirt part of
1: it um so yeah they're really drooling then yes <laughs> They better. Yeah, They absolutely. Another gotcha pitching prospect. And he rolls them out, doesn't he? Bieber, Tate, you know, Hakame, McGreevy. McGreevy. Boone. And I understand McGreevy and Boone are doing great, mm-hmm. you know, which is awesome, which is just awesome. And Armani Smith. Got Armani, a base, yeah. Got a base hit with the Giants. And That's right. On Saturday with, uh, you know, their spring training game.
0: And Dalton Kelly
1: was mm-hmm. with the A's. Yeah. First base
0: at spring training. Big yep. camp.
1: Yep. And Dalton was... God, what a glove he had mm-hmm. for the Gauchos and a solid left-handed hitter who could hit for power.
0: He's had a great, great minor league career. I thought, mm-hmm. I thought he was going to get a shot either last year or the year before uh, with Tampa Bay. But maybe the A's have been shopping and, and trading away guys and getting prospects. So maybe Don Kelly is going to get a shot. Yeah, and now year. that Matt
1: olson has gone from first to the, yeah. you know, first base to the Atlanta Braves, maybe – Maybe this is Kelly's year to get that shot. I hope so. Yeah. He's a great kid.
0: Yeah, and you got you got Kyle Nelson on the forty man for, for Arizona. Uh, Arizona,
1: Arizona, Arizona okay.
0: Diamondbacks, and uh, and Noah Davis with Colorado Rockies. So those are that's your uh, I, I didn't anticipate a uh, a chose in the pros
1: segment, but yeah. but there you go. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, <laughs> good work, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 wonderful to see those guys, and you get to know them very intimately here, Kevin. I sometimes get to know some of the players intimately not as many as you do because you're around all the guys all the time but um they're all easy to root for aren't they
0: they sure are yeah Yeah, they're great kids and andrew does a great job teaching them the ways yep how to how to to carry themselves and how to present themselves and how to be professional
1: yep and noah when he was here had that uh or at the end of his career had that tommy john and and uh so glad to see him recover from that and do so well have you
0: seen any of his? He does a lot of video stuff on on his social with uh, like slow motion camera work and and like zooming in on the release point and stuff. Have you no, seen any of that? So it's, like, no. it's really cool. So he's, he's turned
1: it into a science. I mean, which it is. He's
0: a total. He's a total analytics buff. Is he really? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. So he's got some cool stuff, and, and it'd be great to see him. I thought you were going to tell me he Raghis was singing or something.
1: <laughs> who was the one? Who was the gaucho who was who put uh, some singing on, on YouTube? What was it? Um,
0: uh, oh, man. I don't know.
1: Oh, God. Recently? Uh, about five years ago. He was pretty good, too. I know some of the guys didn't think he was that good, but he was pretty good. Sweet. So maybe it's better we can't remember his name.
0: Maybe it's better, yeah. yeah. Uh, unless he made it huge and, and we were oblivious to it. I don't know.
1: Unless. I'm having a senior moment. Might have been a soccer player.
0: <laughs> well, you do, you do do, as we mentioned earlier, we do, you do do uh, eight sports, nine yeah, sports. Yeah, so I can, I can so, have those senior moments. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, well, let's go over the weekend really quick because uh, it's great having people back here at with Soccer Stadium. I thought, Isn't it? I thought the crowds were great for Nevada and mm-hmm. the crowds were great for Fullerton. Obviously, Fullerton brings a few extra people, but uh, playing at night on, on Fridays, I'm still not used to it. I'm still not used to it because I'm here all day, and then and then we're standing for the for this national anthem at 5:30. I'm like, wait, we're just starting the game. Yeah, it's it's, it's a long. I'm day still for getting you. used. To, I'm still getting used to it. Yeah, but how has it been for you?
1: Oh, it's been great. I love these lights, Kevin. I absolutely love these lights, and they're just. I mean, the cameras pick up the players so crisply because yeah. of the lights and. Um, I love it. I you know, it's kinda of, you and I grew up in the San Francisco Bay area, so we're and we've been to Giants games at night where it gets cold. It'll get cold here sometimes. It and does. and I think the more the gauchos play in that kind of in those kind of conditions, the more it's an advantage for them because, you know, the teams down in greater southern California yeah. don't really get that cold at night. And we have the you know, the condensation and the, the mist coming sometimes coming off the uh, the ocean here and I I think it's it's the more they play in it, the more they get used to it. The more it's probably a little bit of an advantage for them.
0: Yeah, and it's amazing how the field changes when when the sun goes down. Yeah, it,
1: and you do a phenomenal sun. job with this field. I mean, it is pristine. And I know Coach Jackets wants. What are you going to do if he gets a turf field here?
0: I'll drag the the turf mat around.
1: Is there is there is the there, turf, there a lot yeah, of is there mat. a lot
0: of uh, uh, maintenance it needs? You got to you, you, you replace the patches on, the, on okay. the mounds and home plate, and okay, you got to – you know when you're when you're beating balls into the ground, it moves the material
1: around, so you gotcha. gotta clean it up a little bit. But but it, yeah. you do such a phenomenal job with this place; it's just amazing. I, I was asking it, Bob. Yeah. I was asking Bob how much water you you use when you water the infield after you drag it and line oh, it right. and yeah. like that. Seems like a lot of water. Well,
0: for day games, yeah. Yeah. For day games, especially if it's if it's dry and if it's windy, then you want to put a little extra on. But at, at night, it's it's a it's a tough battle at night because. Is it gonna be one of those dry, windy nights where it's kind of warm, mm-hmm. you know, where like a Santa Ana's come in or something like that, where it's gonna be dry, or is it gonna be still and then this all the water comes out of the out of the ground? So, yeah, it's a battle of trying to read the weather, looking at the flag, you know, seeing, knowing how much water I've already put on the field throughout the day mm-hmm. when the sun's going down. So now the time change is different. At five thirty games on Friday, you got. An hour and a half, two hours of daylight before right. the sun goes down. So I'll put a little more water on. But the the games between uh, with Nevada and LMU, where we started at five thirty and it was dark already, mm-hmm. I'd not put any water on just because the the infield holds so much, and when the sun goes down, it all comes up and, and it I see. gets wet already. So I see. it's a it's a little battle with with what we've got. It's there's not a lot of clay content. Right, and like at, at some big league fields, they can soak it with water because mm-hmm. because of their clay content and the amount of conditioner they have on the top. But um, yeah, you know, I've been learning on the fly with these lights because well, it's me, definitely let different. Let me
1: ask you a question: Is it because you do a great job with the broadcast? If if uh, if you have your choice, do you want to be the head groundskeeper at AT and <laughs> T Park? Uh, not AT and T. What is it called now? Oracle or Yankee Stadium or something like that? Do you do you want to do that, or do you want to do the play by play at uh, Man, Jerry,
0: I want to be play-by-play. Dude. Yeah, I want to. I want to be sitting in that box, like sitting next to Corax, sitting next to some some pitcher or, or some position player yeah. who is uh, a Hall of Famer and, and talking baseball. That yeah, sounds pretty great.
1: Yeah, it does, doesn't <laughs> it? It's, it's a great way to. We never work. That's, that's what they always say. You never you never right. work because yeah, right. it's such a joy to do it at the, at the yard every day and, yeah. and talking baseball. Yeah, it's.
0: No, it's been... It's awesome. It's been, a, it's been a great, great experience so far. And, yeah, going from being the groundskeeper to doing the broadcasting, it's mm-hmm. it's a unique position yep. that I'm in, and I appreciate it. Yeah. And I enjoy well, you're great at
1: both. Of <laughs> so I think you're great at both.
0: All right, well, Gauchos are going to St. Mary's today. Yeah. And then they will be in Davis for three this weekend and then down at UCLA. Are you going to make it to any of the road games that are close I'll go, by? I'll go
1: to UCLA. Okay. I'll go to UCLA. Um, something that was interesting that... I looked up yesterday that, that uh, and this was going into their game, so I don't know how St. Mary's fared yesterday. They were fourteen and five, and they have an RPI in the two hundreds. Yep. So they must be playing. So they
0: played. They played not Davis
1: tough competition. Played Davis, uh, played Northern Davis. Colorado,
0: UC Riverside, and uh, they did go to East Carolina. Mm-hmm. And play a series against the Pirates right. They right. stayed there, played Charleston Southern And then they were, they were actually swept at home by LMU this weekend Or swept wow. on the road Swept on the road by LMU wow. So they're 0-3 to start West Coast Conference play yeah. So uh, it's, it's hard to kind of get a gauge On how the Gales are going to be Because <laughs> you know they've, they've beat the teams that have struggled The mm-hmm. Northern Colorados and UC Riversides Who have really struggled this year And I think they won a game at East Carolina But we saw LMU They have struggled this year as well And, and right. Gales lost all three games this weekend yeah.
1: So so it's a big one for the Gauchos because it's not a big RPI game except right. for the road, uh, the road component yep. an aspect of it. But, yeah, that's that's one that the Gauchos should uh, hopefully do. And are we going to see Hattenbach, do you think? Or I think so. Yeah, he I warmed so. up yesterday. Um, yeah, we, didn't, we didn't, didn't see him all weekend. We didn't he see him didn't, all weekend.
0: I think it's the maybe the first series in a couple weeks because he pitched at Oregon. He pitched against UC San Diego, started against LMU, right. uh, and, and did very well. So yes. I would – I would venture to guess. I don't. This is not official. I'd venture to guess that he would be uh, starting on Tuesday. How's JD
1: doing?
0: JD's doing fine. He's Good. Hanging in there. Good. And um, hopefully we'll see him exactly next weekend. Because this is a we had the the two game series against UC San Diego with no midweek before and no midweek after. Mm-hmm. So a lot of time to rest up. But this is a little bit of a gauntlet going through here because you had the weekend series Fullerton, Tuesday St. Mary's weekend series Davis tuesday ucla weekend series hawaii so a lot of games in a short amount of time so everyone is going to be expected to be at the ready
1: as far yeah. as pitching yeah and they will be they've been great it's been a good staff and they
0: have fun you've been great bob's been great it's been um, well thank you it's been fun having it feels like normal again
1: yeah it does it feels and like the, normal you mentioned earlier the crowds it's yeah. so great to have the crowds back and uh um you we'll know, just what's...
0: having like your friends like text you and say hey am we going to come to the game like yeah. like and then seeing people and waving, like, it's just – it feels like the community's back.
1: And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it awesome. does. And they – I think they're loving it too. It's mm-hmm. high-quality baseball and and they're loving it. And I love seeing the kids. We had the Camarillo Cubs here yesterday, the Little mm-hmm. League team, mm-hmm. and they just had a ball. I mean, they're – you know, see all these kids running for foul balls and, <laughs> and, you know, the parents are sitting back and, okay, just don't get hurt, but go enjoy yourself. And they're moving <laughs> all over the place. It's great because yeah. they – they, you know, they grow to, to idolize these guys. You know, these gauchos. These are some future pros out there, and you know, I always say that we get to know them when the rest of the world hasn't met them yet, and uh, um, you know, so that's that's always been a real treat for me. Like you know, getting to know Bieber before everybody in baseball got to know him. You got to know him. You got guys like that. You know, just Dalton Kelly. they they're all awesome. That's and why college
0: baseball is the best.
1: Exactly, exactly. And there's never a collective bargaining agreement dispute. No. <laughs> there's a, but I'm glad I'm glad the billionaires and millionaires yes. figured it out because yes. and th- I think they knew we better not we better not poke this bear too much because the fans there's too many things to do today, you know, for people. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and uh, and I think when you're you know, and there are a lot of people out there struggling, Kev, you know, financially and economically and you've got billionaires and millionaires that can't come together. It's and not a good look. It's not the optics. The optics don't look good for that. Yeah. And uh, so, but this has been great being with you.
0: It's always fun interviewing you, Jerry. Cause, well, thank you, you. know, a fellow media member. Yeah. And, and and talking baseball, and we'll, hopefully we'll do it again before the season's over. Maybe uh, maybe in you know, this is kind of the quarter mark. Maybe we'll do it at the three quarter mark. I would love to. And um, you know, when when the we start to get to the home stretch and talking about seating in the conference and how the gouchers are faring. That's always, that's always really fun for me. And, yeah. and, and you talking about the RPI and, and postseason season. Exactly. Who's, who's playing who on which yeah. weekend and all we need, we need so-and-so to beat so-and-so and we need to beat these guys. Like it's just, it's fun. It gets me excited yeah, every time. This me time too. Of year. Me too. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, that's Jerry Fall. Mm-hmm. And you're Kevin Gauchos. Cannon. I'm Kevin Cannon. <laughs> and uh, that's it for this week. Uh, tune in UCSBcats.com for all five of the home games, St. Mary's, Davis, and UCLA, and we'll be back at Caesar Wasaga Stadium against Hawaii uh, in two weeks. Yeah, so, thanks. Look you. forward
1: to it. Thank you, Kevin. Always a pleasure.